Hi, this is Bob's mom, and you're listening to Hook, Line, and Smiley. Bob, now go clean your room. It's been a little long day, don't get in my way. It's time to have a little fun. Everybody say, whoa! Okay, I guess if we're going to talk about hunting on here, we probably... We should refer to it in a way that it's not offensive. Like uh, instead of I'm hunting, I'm I'm a gardener, or I'm I'm waiting for my Uber Eats delivery. That's better. Yeah, sitting in the deer stand waiting for my Uber Eats delivery. That sounds good. Yeah, and so far I've been fasting. (laughs) I'm just I'm just wondering how long you're gonna have to wait. Yeah, so far one star, not satisfied. (laughs) You know when you. You use Uber for an actual ride and the guy gets lost and he doesn't show up. So you just cancel it Mm -hmm. and you ask for a new driver. You might have to do that. Well, it's my parents that provided the, (laughs) the ability to, to Uber each drive this week. So right. Really don't want to give them to cancel them and go somewhere else. (laughs) They really can't handle another bad rating from me. (laughs) It's going to be, um, anyway, welcome to hook line and smiley episode 48. We're coming up on 50, babe. And I've said that to you before. Just like you. No, see, I took the joke before you got to it. Shouldn't have been looking <laughs> at the notes. <laughs> oh, man, it has been a crazy week. We, we should tell the listeners we have been apart for about a month and a half. I think it's been two days. It seems like a year. That's not true. It's been three days. It has been three days. I got here. I got to my parents' ranch on Saturday evening. And recording like- Saturday night. And we're recording Saturday night, of course, just like we always do. Yeah, well played, well played. It feels like Monday night, though, for our it listeners who are wondering. It feels like Monday night, but obviously it's Saturday night because here we are recording. That's like we do. Right on schedule, but I, I can't wait to hear your woo moments. And it's probably some ones I haven't heard, although we've been on the phone with each other quite a bit. Um, I think with, it was you. With spotty reception. Yeah, I'm way out in the country. Uh, it's basically we have Wi-Fi in my parents, uh, this room off the kitchen, which is where I'm recording right now. And if you go, if if you scoot over on my mom's seat a little bit too far to the left, you lose the Wi-Fi service. You have cell phone service a little bit just in my Uber Eats stand. <laughs> in, in my stand out in the woods where I'm Uber, I'm waiting for my Uber Eats delivery. I wish you didn't have cell phone service in that stand. Yeah, but it's been kind of good. I mean, I don't, I don't stay on my phone though. I'm telling you, mm. that, but we'll get to that because that's part of my woo moment. It is a reset button for me every year to be able to come out and just sit out in the woods with my thoughts and with God. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but ladies first. Wait, all your thoughts fit in that deer stand? Well, I have windows and they, they spill over. They leak out? Oh, I haven't told you about the expanding foam. Okay, I have a lot to tell you, but let's. Well, let's first of all, we need to say Happy Thanksgiving because this is coming out on Thanksgiving morning, Thanksgiving uh, Day. Yeah, so gobble gobble. Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I never, I just realized gobble gobble is how a turkey sounds, but also what we're all going to be doing later on. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know why I never put that together, but it is gobble gobble. So we are going to feast. By the time this comes out, I will be in your presence. 
and we will be having Thanksgiving together. And remember last year we didn't, and you said on the podcast early on that that was, I think that was one of your first poo moments was that we were away from each other for Thanksgiving. And you said that'll never happen again. And so far so good. I know that's what I'm saying. Unless you don't come back, then I guess Uh, I should speak so soon. Let's see how the uh, Uber Eats delivery (laughs) service is going. Yeah, let's see. If I haven't earn your way back home. Yeah, well, no, I'm saying if I haven't gotten my delivery yet, I may want to stay and wait on it out in my little box out in the woods. I think longer. you're good. No, I can't wait to get back home to my baby. But yeah, so woo moments. What do you got? Um, well, I actually, if you are a fan of the podcast and you listened way back when, I several am. episodes, you know JFM, my best friend from Memphis. She's been on the podcast. She's a dear friend, her and her husband of Bob and I. And they actually flew their son, who is three months older than Dylan, out to visit us. Uh, for the beginning part of Thanksgiving break here. And so I've had basically miniature versions of me and Jenny uh, for the last several days. And it has been so much fun. Like uh, at the peak of the weekend, so Bob leaves town. I have his boys. I have my boys. We had several, pretty revolving door with friends and stuff. And so at the peak, we had seven no, eight. We had eight boys. We had eight boys, yeah. Yeah, and so from the ages of 10 to 18. And you think, oh my gosh, that's crazy. But it really was actually better than when it's just ours. So they had a whole football team to go play football. They had a basketball team. They had a foraging team to go into the creek. They played chess. They played Sudoku. They ate and ate and ate and ate and ate some more. Didn't you I tell me that, that Trent, uh, our 18-year-old, he took all the kids down to the creek and then uh, asked if he could drive them somewhere because he had caught a frog and he had met a girl that he, I don't know if he just decided she needed a frog, but she was up at work and she either needed a frog or she asked for a frog. But no matter what, this girl got a frog. She got a frog. Trent was convinced that she wanted a frog. I don't know Trent's side of the story. I just know the other versions from the tagalongs and there was concern over hygiene because he works at a food establishment and so we won't name the place but he walked straight in the front door with the frog handed it to her over the counter while she was on duty he worked at a place where if you took fried bread and dipped it down in stuff mm-hmm. if you if you did that you would eventually come up with the name of the company there we go that's right. that's vague enough Yeah. So they, it was a full adventure, full blown adventure. And they all came back super excited. And then they got in the hot tub. They asked, they texted me on the way back to turn the hot tub on and they got in the hot tub and had all kinds of discussions. Solved all the world's problems. I think cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I clocked out around midnight and I told them that the kitchen was closed. And if anybody messed up a dish, they had to empty the dishwasher the next day. So the kitchen was spotless when I woke up this morning, but I did okay, get on. two bowl, two ice cream bowls showed up like lunchtime. And I'm like, who's had ice cream before lunch? And I realized, no, they just didn't bring the dirty bowl down as evidence because they didn't want to do the dishwasher. So it was funny. Well, and they're not supposed to be eating upstairs. They're not. We won't talk about who it was because <coughs> it wasn't mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that how we're going to play it now? <laughs> well, you don't want to know. So we'll just keep it. We'll just keep it a secret. Okay. But no, they've had a, they've had a blast. They went through a lot of ice cream, a lot of popcorn, a lot of pizza. There's only one problem with your story. You did not clock out at midnight because I woke up at five o'clock 
to get ready to do my gardening and get my rifle and I checked my phone and you had texted me at one, I think it was 102 AM. And you said the hot tubs turned off. Everybody's had a great time. Trash cans are rolled out. Trash cans are out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, well, I clocked out on parenting and then I came in here um, in our our room and I tried to, well, I showered and then I kind of got distracted by. You tried to shower? I tried to go to bed. I didn't finish my sentence. Oh, sorry. I thought you said you tried to shower. I was like, I've seen you do it. You're good at it. I started cleaning stuff again and then it was about one by the time I I just gave up. So you've had a, yeah, you've had a busy, like full on boy mom baptism by fire like weekend, but it went great. I talked to you a couple of times though. Like I prefer it. I I love the activity. I like when they're all getting along. There wasn't really, there wasn't really even a fight. They got loud a couple of times, but you know, they tell each other they're shut up and then the biggest one wins and then they just go on to the next thing. That's what's so great about boys. Like they just hash it out and then they're in the hot tub or they're playing ping pong or whatever. Like they just yeah. go on to the next thing. Girls will drag it on, you know, for six weeks. So <laughs> I, I much rather prefer like, where's the frog gig? And you know, who, who smushed the poop on the kitchen floor or whatever, you know, like, let's just clean that up. But yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I remember I got in a fight my, I think it's my sophomore year in high school and the kid was a freshman and I was talking to somebody that he liked and he tried to, and it was in front of people and he tried to get all, he was trying to show off in front of these people and he started pushing me and I was like, dude, you, you really don't. And I, you know, I wasn't like a big dude or anything at all. And I, and I wasn't, I mean, I'd been in fights, but you know, I wasn't like a, a fighter or a bruiser or anything. And, but I, I told him, I was like, dude, you don't want to do this. And he kept pushing me and like hitting at me. And so we got in this huge fight and because he was, you know, younger than me, I, I beat him up and I'd been in enough fights that, you know, I knew what I was doing. And so I beat him up and I felt bad because I tried to warn him to stop, but I beat him up and he like did the, you know, with the lip and you know, all that. And uh, his nose was swollen and all that. And he looked at me and this was at era in the gym at our school. And he goes, okay, do you want to, you want to go to the store and get a Coke? And he wanted to hang out. <laughs> I was like, he was just done with it. Like he, he, he got it out. He got beat up in front of everybody. And then he asked if I wanted to go down to, to the store uh, to get a Coke. And we did like that's, and that's, that's the drafter tobacco barn. Yeah. That was, ah, look at that callback. You were on tonight. Um, now we had one store, it was called Charles One Stop All Night Video Tape Rental Gas Grocery Souvenir Bait and Tackle Shop. I don't know what they sold. Uh, they sold Cokes because we got one that night, but that's good. But yeah, boys, they get in a big fight and then they're done. But yeah, and we were talking about this because blending a family is incredibly difficult. And so weekends like this is just a huge win when everybody comes out of their rooms, they put the screens down. You had them doing Sudoku puzzles. Well, they came up with that because they didn't want to go to um, church in person. So I left them here and they were griping, you know, know how they are. And so um, I honestly, that's not really true. I can't say they didn't want to go to church in person. I didn't really give them the option because I was like, I'm going to go, you know, put some real clothes on, put some makeup on, at least do Bible study with my friends and then come back. And I took the Wi-Fi router with me. It was <laughs> one of the best things that I've ever done. And when I came back, they were buzzing around like ticked off hornets, you know, like, yeah. and I, I wasn't gone that long. It's not like, you know, but I knew when they woke up, I had breakfast and everything, but I knew when they woke up, 
that was what they want to do right away. And I thought, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you didn't go to church. You don't get Wi-Fi. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I lost my Wi-Fi and I made uh, burgers out on the grill. And if anybody was mad, I couldn't tell because they came down for burgers and fries and they were totally Whoa. happy. But Xander brought that Sudoku book. So they had been upstairs, all of them doing the Sudoku book. And they came down into the kitchen and they were all crowding around the island like, you have to be a four. No, it can't be a four. You put a nine. Don't put a nine. Like, I mean, they were just, I mean, like a football game, but like Sudoku. They were yeah. super duper. It was hilarious. I sent you a picture. It was and so funny. And they played chess and they, they played a lot of stuff. Yeah. Just having Caden here, Jenny's son, was a really good mix. It just kind of gave, it, it just kind of evened things out a little bit because Mason's pretty independent, our little one. So it, it just kind of, I don't know, it gave an extra little spark to the group. So and, does does JFM know? Because Caden's supposed to fly back uh, tomorrow. He is. Does JFM know that we're sending Dylan instead? <laughs> Actually, they talked about that because Caden was like, I'll stay and trade. I don't want to go home. And so I was like, we might get, I mean, do they ID 15 year olds? We might could just like. Oh, they don't. That's what I was thinking. Like he, yeah. he could be, he could be Caden. And it's Southwest. They will at least let him be a flight attendant, if not fly the plane for a little bit true i mean he's good at passing out snacks so yeah so there you go yeah. we'll, well see cool. we'll see how that how that goes so yeah so yeah that's, that's cool. a big woo moment um your boys are supposed to leave and go back to their moms uh yesterday and i asked them what their plan was yesterday afternoon because just dinner like they're gonna hang out a little bit longer i'd make dinner enough dinner for them and every time this Okay. Sorry about that. But there was like a lot of loud noise, but finish your story though. They're supposed to leave. uh, They were supposed to leave yesterday at six o'clock and you were asking about dinner. Right. And so they said that they might stay a little bit later and hang out and like, that's totally fine. Um, And I told them what my plan, you know, was for dinner and they were fine with that. And then Dylan and Caden left for a little bit and then Trent like totally went and picked them up. And I'm like, wait, I looked at the clock. It was you know, way after six and they came down like, we're, Oh, we're going to stay another night if that's okay. And hang out since everybody's here. I was like, yeah, it was just such a huge. I was super event. excited about that. Yeah. If anybody's that's tried awesome. to, if anybody's tried to blend a family, you know what a huge win that is that the kids want to stay another day and play with their bonus brothers. And that was just great. So hats off to you because they have never done that when I'm there. So <laughs> I was going to say, we've had one of the smoothest weekends ever in the record of our <laughs> blended family. And the only thing that's really changed is you're gone. <laughs> I am. I'm the Jonah of, of you this might need to, Yeah. You might need to leave more often. Yeah. Well, that leads into my woo moment is I got to come out to my parents' ranch finally because normally I, I really am trying not to offend people. I am uh, normally I garden Six to seven times a year trying to get a 10-point squash or a nice Thanksgiving carrot. No, I'm a hunter, and I normally hunt a lot, and it has been just crazy. And like I said, you know, we're working on blending kids, and now we've got the COVID and uh, homeschooling one and just football game schedules. And I mean, it's, it's super busy. And so I haven't got to, and you actually were super kind to kind of carve out a little time for me to come out here and hunt and I've had a blast just coming out here and just sitting out in my deer stand and just enjoying the peace and quiet and you and I've talked about this 
um, and you were kind of like, I don't know, you were, you were joking around kind of, uh, rattling my cage on it, but I was like, I, I feel closer to God. It's like a reset. It's like a yearly reset where I can go out and sit in my dish stand and talk to God. And you said something that was actually brilliant. I know you're trying to bust my chops on it, but you said, well, do you listen? And I said, yes, but that is such a huge key of it. I feel like I stay so just crazy busy and I'm on to the next thing, on to the next thing. And when I sit out of the deer stand, it is my time to listen to God and sit out there and pray and talk and look at, even just looking at, you sat in that deer stand with me, looking out over this ridge. And then you can see these kind of little mountain-esque ridges, you know, as much as West Texas has in the, you know, far off, you can see just these awesome creation. And it really is just kind of a, a great time to, I always come back like so much closer to God. So I don't have a funny woo moment. I have a very, very serious, like this was a huge woo moment of just kind of re a restart or a, what is it when you rekindle it kind of rekindled the fire well you've had a lot of alone time because you hadn't shot a dang thing so <laughs> i hope yeah. your spiritual life has grown because our freezer is going to be empty i think i think the deer realized that i was having a spiritual retreat and they have left me alone as well and turkeys and i did see a group of hogs right at dark and they came out to taunt me because they knew, knew it was too dark but other than that <laughs> yeah it's not been I've had a lot of alone time with God and I've been working on, and I, we can say it now, I got my third average boy book and it's not going to be a comedy devotional book. Like the other two has been, it's going to be kind of like a diary of a wimpy kid style. It's going to be uh, average boys above average year. And so it's going to be a whole year, uh, you know, school year stories of average boy uh, written in present tense. Like he's going through, explaining all the crazy stuff that's happening to him. And I finished uh, two and a half chapters and I'm really excited about it. So that's kind of my woo moment too. So if you have kids, start listening to the Average Boy podcast so you can catch up on all the characters and stuff and get ready ready for a third book. I think it's going to come out in the fall of 2021. That's exciting. So those are my, those are what my woo moments. You really did kind of stumble on a great saying of you know, I'm going out there to talk to God and you're like, yeah, but are you listening? And I, I do think that's an important thing for people to keep in mind that you, know, you can talk and talk and talk, but I really think it's in the listening that, that you get clarity. I agree. What about a poo moment? Well, I'm going to save that because I think that's going to segue into the end of our podcast category. I'll do mine then. Okay. Just to, so we don't break too much format. I, uh, I know you're getting them too, but COVID is widely spreading. We're getting emails from the school every single day saying that, and, and they send out the, a form letter. So I've almost got the form letter memorized uh, that your child has been in direct contact with someone who's tested positive with COVID, uh, although not a close contact enough to be quarantined. Please monitor his temperature for the next 10 days and be careful, you know, and, and we're getting that form letter every day and sometimes three or four times a day. And so it doesn't look like there's an end to it. And I keep hearing about a vaccine and Biden said that if Trump doesn't concede, then that's going to push the vaccine back, which I don't understand how that pushes a vaccine that could save people's lives back. That seems like a horrible threat, but um, that's going on. And I wasn't going to talk about politics, but the, this election is kind of a poo moment because it's so, I've got friends that are on both sides. You know, I'm, I'm just tired of hearing about it. Like, but there does seem to be a lot of voter fraud out there. And I, my friends that are on Biden's side are turning a blind eye and saying, you know, oh, well, I'm like, what about these videos? And they're like, oh, well, that's, it's probably fake, you know, and then I've got other 
people on Trump's side that is just ready for war almost. So, so this is, that's really my only Pumo. It's, it's, it was hard to come up with something out here in the country surrounded by. And I'm not on Facebook. It's a, or, and I, we don't have TV at all. So I don't even know what's going on and I don't really care. There's just so much voter fraud and uh, fake ballots and all that kind of stuff. And so, and it's all coming out now. Like it's all coming out what's, what's been going on. And the only thing that worries me, I don't care who wins in the long run. I don't care. What worries me is I hope we really don't have a country where we can have voter frauds, where our votes don't really matter. And it's predetermined by people that made these machines or set up these, you know, fake oh, ballots. Welcome to 2020. I know, I know. So it's a kind of a scary time, but you know. If you haven't yet, I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen it. You need to watch it and you'll realize how manipulated we really are by our own choosing. So mainly it's mainly my poo moment is the COVID thing. And I really, at first I kept getting emails from the school and I was kind of grateful that it was about COVID, you know, instead of the emails that we get are like, you know, Trent brought a possum to school today and said it was his support animal. You know, it's, it's not our kids getting in trouble. It's yeah, that is nice. Yeah. So, but now I'm just, I'm tired of getting those. So that's really it. All right. Uh, You want to talk about our topic? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, What do you want to talk about today on Thursday? Well, I thought we'd talk (laughs) about Thanksgiving. What? Okay, go ahead. That's it. That's my setup. That's the worst (laughs) ever. I am excited about this topic because my wife, you smilers, uh, has a lot of Thanksgiving traditions and a lot of history and heritage based around Thanksgiving. And I am excited to hear what she has to say today. Wow. That's even worse. Better? There is no winning with you. Well, we discussed, no, it's not winning with me. We discussed the outline of the podcast and all of our notes and you were starting with stories is what you said. Oh, uh, my favorite Thanksgiving was two years ago when I realized you were going to be my bride. And what about yours? <laughs> so my family does have a very strong tradition of just getting together. I mean, at the peak of my mom has four brothers and sisters. We all, they all have at least three kids. So at the peak, when both of my grandparents were alive, they were probably with peripheral friends and neighbors and everything that we would bring along if they didn't have anyone, we'd probably feed 60 people. And that was with kids and everything included. And that was fairly normal, like just tons and tons of food and tons and tons of people. And it was fantastic. It was fantastic. But at the head of that was my grandmother and she was not particular necessarily about a lot of things except her cooking. She has phenomenal she was a phenomenal cook she has since passed away um she was a phenomenal cook and she kind of taught of course my mom and aunts her recipes and then I just kind of snuck in there and you know picked up stuff but one of the funniest stories is and I don't know if they did this now that I'm looking back or it's just a story they told but my grandmother would get the ham ready, you know, and she had this certain pan that she used and the temperature of the oven and how you prep it and all, I mean, this whole rigmarole and she would chop off the end of the ham and put it in a, in the pan and it would cook for a certain amount of time. You'd almost baste it. I don't know. It was this is a big deal. And so as my grandmother's getting along in years, my mom and my aunt were like, we should start writing down these recipes. Cause it's all in my grandmother's head and she just does it like a machine. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, we're not going to know how to do all this stuff when she leaves. And so 
when she leaves, when she goes to heaven. So they start asking her questions as she goes through the process one Thanksgiving. And so she got to the part where she cut the end off of the ham and put it in the pan. Now it's a giant pan. You can't see my hands. And then about four inches on each end of the pan, then the ham is in there. So there's like a lot of space. And she's like, you know, I think it, my grandmother, you know, my mom did it or something. And so we got my grandpa involved and he said, well, my grandma did it because, well, come to find out it's because she had a little pan and she had to cut the ham into the ham off to fit it in her pan. We don't have a little pan anymore. It's a big pan. So they were still cutting the end of the ham off just because the other generations had cut the ham off so that just made me laugh a lot like why do we do the things we do yeah Um, and I don't know if that's a real story like my grandparents were really sneaky and funny too and so they could have made that whole thing up and me as a little girl like hearing it you know I it probably was a joke but (laughs) but what that's hilarious but one of the things that is not hilarious and is not joking about as never is. is the Thanksgiving dressing like we don't call it stuffing. It is not stuffing. It comes nowhere near the bird. It doesn't have turkey in it except for the drippings. It is a it is a very intricate day long. I mean, it starts the day before Thanksgiving, before it's going to be eaten. It, it's hours and hours and hours of chopping and prepping and chicken boiling and drippings and butter and you bake it, you stir it, you bake it, you stir it, you add some stuff. It is like so... Don't give so, away the recipe. Don't give it away. It is intense. <laughs> It is so intense. And so more, you as I think we mentioned last week, I'm not sure if we did or not, but Bob and I are hosting Thanksgiving this year. And it is a huge deal for my mom to let go of those reins. The only reason that she's doing that is because they are moving and their house is literally packed up. If she were to host, we would be sitting on, you know, camping chairs and eating out of styrofoam plates. And Which, probably- ironically- Ironically, if I wouldn't have met you, that's how we would have done Thanksgiving if we would have had it at our house <laughs> before you moved in. <laughs> so I'm thrilled to be able to host, but my mom informed me. I thought she would come early and like start the dressing and I'd get to watch and help and everything. And she informed me yesterday that she's going to be doing all of that and she will show up Thursday morning and be prepared to bake it. And so she, it, she it's literally like her therapy and it's kind of cool because it just it reminds us all of my grandmother and so it's kind of her just her zen moment before the craziness of thanksgiving and then of course that goes into christmas and everything and just memories for her so i'm excited about that but i am cooking a turkey uh, my brother's frying a turkey it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic i have decorations for the table and like i'm just really excited about having everybody so it'll be fun i'm hoping to bring a turkey yeah that'd be nice yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's don't don't get too excited i'm not planning on that i haven't really seen you provide meat yet so i don't want to bank on that (laughs) hog hog you shot a hog i did shoot a hog last year we didn't eat we didn't eat the fox but or the cougar or what what was that thing (laughs) it was a bobcat okay bobcat whatever we didn't eat that or did you? No, I didn't. Times were tough last year, baby. No, I didn't. Okay. That's probably no, I, that's why that is exactly why I helped grind the meat. That's exactly because I was like, I can tell the difference in meat. And I was all about cleaning up that hog meat and 
prepping it and freezing it and grinding and all you that were. stuff. I was in it to win it. And so, and, and it was because I was like super into it and I like learning new things, but also I, like I can see meat and I know what I'm doing here. Like I would recognize if the meat changed, you know? So, so if I tried yeah. to, sneak some bobcat meat in there you would be able yeah. to identify if you try to sneak a armadillo or something i'm gonna know so don't even don't mm-hmm. even play but i do think it is important to have these kind of traditions that you hand down and you know that you do every year and that fl- familiarity of so it's it becomes memory sensing where you you know as we're getting close to thanksgiving hunting has always been that for us is that you know we've always hunted and then, you know, we would have Thanksgiving meal. A couple of times we had Thanksgiving out like in our motorhome while we were out hunting and we were staying in the motorhome or, you know, camping or whatever. And, you know, it's kind of have those memories like that, that are, you can look back on and, you know, it's fun. And that's what I, I do. I don't like what's going on this year, but I do think 2020 is the year of the essential. And what I mean by that is I think everything, when everything got put on hold, we had to we had to look at like what okay what is essential we, we had to do that with our finances we had to do that with our time we had to do that with you know our our jobs and and what we were going to do and what i was going to try to do and, and put my time into everything was about what is essential what is essential and i think getting together with your family and you know or just stopping for a moment and figuring out what you're thankful for is super important it, it's kind of like me getting to go hunt it's it's a restart. It's you know kind of a, a reboot. You know I think this this year has been tough and draining and stuff. And this is a great time just to stop and be like, okay, what is essential and what are we really thankful for? I agree. Look at me being all serious. I didn't <laughs> even crack a joke there. But <laughs> it is it is a tough time for people though. So that's I just want to encourage people like if you, if you really stop and don't get overwhelmed with everything that's going on. You're still in my moment. Yeah, I was like, why are you shaking your head? Did I say something wrong? You're still in my moment. Okay, well, take it. Take the reins. <laughs> Do you want me to? Yeah. Talk about the serious stuff? Well, I, I think you're right about, I mean, we have close families. We have parents that are still with us. And our kids are healthy. And we've been through some dark times. But God has been gracious and blessed us with a family again and a person to love. And I, and I know that's not the case for everybody. So uh, I know that the holidays in the past after like my brother passed away or we lost my grandmother, um, they can still be really painful reminders of people that aren't there or what you don't have. And so I just wanted to encourage if you are one of those, those people just to push into joyful people, find someone around you. I mean, what is the movie buddy the elf like he's just all about christmas and super you know over the top like i know those people can be annoying but like i think i would find somebody like that that's just super into the holiday and and you know help them clean or help them decorate or help them cook like just just be being around those people it's super uh contagious and i would also say that to just take time. Like you were saying, like a reset. I think that it's, that's a really good, important thing to, to rest and take those quiet moments. It's okay to be alone. It's okay to kind of reflect and, and just rest and not have to be and go and do and all that stuff. 
Um, and just to say no, like if people invite you somewhere and you know, it's going to be drama and you know, it's going to be political or whatever, you know, there's a big fallout or something and they're just trying to assemble more people for a certain side. Like, it's okay to say no, like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, guys, trust me. When I first met Sarah, she, she taught me that I heard no a lot. So you did? <laughs> yeah, no, I From didn't. Me? No, I didn't. I was like, I hardly ever tell you no. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was just You're trying not- to make a joke. I was trying to make it because we've gone, we've gone like 10 minutes without saying anything. Like it's, it, this is all really good, but sorry. The comedian in me was like, oh, say something funny, but you're right. Like, and it's okay to be alone, but if that's a, a downfall, you know, if, if that's not good for you or you don't think that's healthy, if you're feeling lonely, man, I know this sounds like a simple solution, but if you feel alone, don't be. There's there's lots of ministries going on that, you know, they need help. And just like you said, like you can plug in or, or it's a great time to call old friends or, you know, connect with people and stuff like that, because everybody's pretty sentimental around the holidays. And so it'd be a great time just to call in and check up on people and stuff. Just, just so you have that connection. I was going to say to reach out to a family with young kids and volunteer to take one to the park or take them to go get ice cream or something like kids have a way of just brightening up your day. Like they're super fun. If they have a bad moment, it doesn't last long. So I would say like, just help somebody out and help yourself out by spending time with just adopt a kid for a few hours and hang out. Like, I think that that's just a super happy thing to do. Yeah. And if you can't get anybody on the phone and Thanksgiving comes and goes and you haven't hung out with anybody and you're missing that, you know what? I think December 1st, Tuesday night would be a good time to hang out with people. What's going on December 1st? That is crazy that you asked me that. Uh, We are having our off-the-hook Christmas party. December 1st on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central, we're going to have a Zoom off-the-hook Christmas party with you, me, and everybody else uh, that buys tickets. And it is going to be a blast. We're encouraging people to wear ugly sweaters, uh, pajamas, something comfortable, but something Christmassy. And we're only going to do a certain amount of tickets. So... Uh, We've talked about this last week, and uh, we have sold one ticket. So, (laughs) why did you say that? You were doing so good. You're terrible at marketing. I want to be truthful on here. No, no, that's not what you do in marketing. I didn't mention who it was. I didn't say you, me, and April. Oh my gosh. This is terrible. But we haven't we haven't really plugged it that much. But we are going to have a big Zoom party. If you and your whole family, because once you get a ticket, it's whoever you can invite neighbors over. Uh, you can invite you know anybody you want whoever to. Whoever fits in the Zoom screen. Yeah. So if you, it's, I would invite thin people if you want to have a lot. Uh, so just really thin people. How thin would you say? How thin would Quiet you say? Quiet people. Who? Quiet people. Yeah, I found out we can mute people. <laughs> but how how thin would you say those people should be? i'm not come on i'm not doing it no you're you're messing up my my stories i'm not helping you give the smilers what they want how thin wafer thin (laughs) wafer thin (laughs) i love you so stinking much Mm. um but yeah so they can go to my website bobsmiley.com and click on my store i actually put the somebody said that they were looking for the tickets and they were going to buy tickets they haven't yet but they said they were going to but they couldn't find where to buy tickets. So I've put it on no matter what part of the store you click on, 
it is in the list. So if you click on DVDs, scroll past my DVDs and the tickets at the bottom. You want to look at my awesome t-shirts, maybe buy a COVID shirt, scroll past that after you order the COVID shirt, then click on the ticket. It's, it's everywhere. It's on my books. It's, it's, I even put it in the, the ticket section. Wow. That's yeah, you know, just for fun. Just for fun. You know, but All yeah, right, we're, we're going to hang out December 1st on uh, Tuesday, 7 PM. And we want to invite all our listeners to come join us. And we will record it. Uh, we'll take questions. We'll, Sarah's going to sing some songs. And um, We're not going to record it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to totally record it. Oh, no, we're not. There's no reason to record it. We want to keep it exclusive. Yeah, but and I don't want so you fun. having footage of me singing. All right. We won't record it. <laughs> oh, I just winked, but you're the only person that can see the video. Yeah, don't wink at me. I did not think that through. All right. Anyway, you guys uh, go to Bob Smiley. Go to BobSmiley.com and order tickets because it's fastly approaching. Fastly. Yeah. Okay. I have to edit this and I have to be in the deer stand in six hours. I have to be in my garden tool shed in six hours. All right. Well, you better go to bed, old man. <clears throat> All right. Edit that part out. But yeah, anything else you want to say to our listeners? I-, I would just like to thank Mac Powell for our intro music. Oh my goodness. It's Thanksgiving. So I would totally like to be thankful for Matt Powell and the family reunion and the fact that they wrote an amazing song and let us use it for our podcast every single week. So so thankful for Matt Powell. I'm also thankful for Monate hair products because unlike what you see on the video right now, my hair is gorgeous and it is growing and it is healthy. And so that would not be possible without Monate hair products. They have a product for every kind of hair. And all of your purchases help support our podcast. You get to be beautiful. Get you some shampoo. Come to our Christmas party on December 1st. If you want more information about Monate, you can email us at hooklineandsmiley at gmail.com. We've got a hair quiz we can send you. JFM mentioned earlier in the podcast, she is our manager for all of that. And so we, if it gets too heavy, the questions get too detailed, we're going to pass you off to her and let her professional self answer all the questions for you. So, so that's it, man. We hope you guys have a uh, week full of woo moments, but especially today, just take a moment and think of what you're thankful for, but we're definitely thankful for you guys going on this journey with us. And I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. No, you hang up first. No, you better come home. No, you. Or I won't be thankful. What day did we say that I needed to come home? Tonight. <laughs> Let me pack up. Okay. Hey, I'm kind of hungry. Will you have a sandwich waiting for me? Fresh breads and bacon. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. Perfect. All right, now do it just a little bit louder, okay. just for safety. Hi, this is Bob's mom, and you <laughs> take forty-seven. Hi, this is Bob's mom. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure you don't loud enough. Okay, don't laugh. This is a very serious podcast. <laughs> Come on, you can do this. <laughs> no. Hi, this is Bob's mom. And you're listening to <laughs> Lion and Smiley. Now, Bob, go clean your room. <laughs>
Okay, here we go. Take 168. <laughs> Dead puppies. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, I did it. Birthday the first time. <laughs> you did. <laughs>